All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. As you can see from the Twitch.tv cameras, too, if you're tuned in that way, it's T.J. Miller, everybody, actor and comedian. He is at Cobb's Comedy Club coming up. He's got uh, shows uh, all weekend, and you're in town for St. Patrick's Day, too. Yeah, I know, which is really going to either lead to an incredibly drunken (laughs) night or just no-shows, just a lot of people that... Were ambitious and then uh, didn't follow through. I think, yeah, which is kind of what I would be doing. <laughs> I, I feel like I every St. Patrick's Day when I'm not working, I feel like I just go, "Oh, you're not going to believe it." At night, we're going to go to this place and meet him, please. Then at 3 p.m., I'm so drunk that I can't really figure out how to exit the apartment, <laughs> and so then that's it. Call- I, I encourage all San Franciscans do it all yeah colin quinn who you were just talking about he had a joke he said saint patrick's day is the only day of the year where you can make out with a girl throw up and then go make out with a different girl yeah (laughs) or this is the only time that you could make out with a girl say hey can we pause vomit and then go back and say can we continue and she'll be like i'm irish (laughs) kiss me i'm irish I remember being in uh, London in a St. Patrick's Day about 20 years ago, and I was like, why is anybody drinking? And they're like, they bomb our cars. I was like, oh, you don't you don't celebrate oh, St. Wow. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and also Irish car bomb. That's the strangest. <laughs> Nowhere else. No. Nowhere I, else would they say like. No, there's no 9-11 yeah. cocktail. In Palestine, they're not like, <laughs> all right. And then, and then immediately I, I'm asked not to perform in San Francisco. T.J. Miller is with us. If you have a question for him, the toll-free line around the country is 800-878-PLAY. 800-878-7529. Guys. Wherever you're AMA. listening, the troops listening uh, worldwide on American Forces Radio Network can also chime in as well. It's 0800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2, 35 million homes on your cable systems as well. I mentioned Twitch.tv. TJ Miller here at Cobb's Comedy Club. That's the Thank big room you here. For your service. That's right. Well, to come back, we got TJ Miller in studio. Check me out. Check out TJ Miller at Cobb's Comedy Club down here on Columbus Street. Make sure to get down there. He's got a show tonight, he's got a couple shows tomorrow, a couple shows Saturday as well. And um, it's all happening. It's all happening wherever you go. You're in San Francisco. Now, San Francisco to you, there, there are some people, I always think it's funny, TJ, because I'm from here and I grew up in the East Bay and people will move from the East Bay to San Francisco and all of a sudden they start drinking tea with their pinky out and they get this sort of rarefied air and I'm like... Tension. Exactly. It's difficult and, to... And uh, you, you sort of found that a little bit coming in? So I stopped uh, doing shows here, like, and this is pre-pandemic, but I... I just, I said, I can't go to a place where they don't have a sense of humor about themselves. And, uh, the, the, and I, I'll talk about this on stage, but the reason I did it, I'll never forget is I came in and I opened my show. I said, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I just couldn't decide which city paper to, to buy the one that said that you guys have the best artisan meats or the one that said you have the best artisan bread <laughs> and no one laughed and all of them nodded like that would be tough that would be a tough decision and so then so then i kind of I go okay and so i started making fun of them and they just they really really were not and i'm from denver and mm-hmm. so in denver they don't like when you make fun of them because they're sort of like our city's the best. You don't need to kind of do this, but San Francisco and it is the best. San Francisco is not a great city, and they, I, no one would be open to that. 
They, they just were so upset at the idea that I would have the gall, the sheer audacity to even begin to make fun of their city. And so, and I, because I can do this, I'm very lucky. I said, well, I'm not going back there. So then I didn't come here for like five years. And then five I, years. Yeah. And then I came wow. back and I thought, well, yeah, we were talking about the last time. So 2017. Yeah. Right. And so uh, then I kind of said, you know, five years, including the pandemic. Then I said, well, I, look, I've got to go back there and see. And people have a better sense of humor about themselves. And also the people coming to my shows liked Silicon Valley, the television show. Ehrlich Bachman. And so you have to have a sense of humor about all that to have followed that show. Mm-hmm. And so now I think people are a lot um, more open to being brutally made fun of. But I already, the second I got off the plane, there just started being things. And I, we talked about this, but uh, <laughs> I just filmed the third special that I did this year uh, mm-hmm. called The Gentle Giant. You can check, uh, check out Dear Jonah, which is my YouTube special mm-hmm. that is absolutely yeah we talked about that last time yeah well it's it is dear jonah is like so i had a heckler i filmed the special in nashville i had a heckler and i was i had it was such a great audience i go oh no you know please don't this heckler's gonna ruin but he kept interrupting and so then finally i addressed him i go what you got cargo pants what kind of cargo you carrying what's your freight (laughs) and immediately uh it was clear he was not a drunk heckler Mm-hmm. He was like a developmentally challenged guy, and it became the greatest show I've ever done. It was mm-hmm. so amazing because I incorporated, talked to him a little bit, then you know went back to my script. He sort of wanted to be a part of the show again, and so slowly the show, his name is Jonah, became really about him and lifting him up, and he was the star. And so that's that's really, really a, a, a great special. So check that out, Dear Jonah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on YouTube. But uh, what I was telling you is that I just finished my third special, The Gentle Giant, in San Diego. And so now, finally, I'm able to return to what I really like, which is improvising and riffing. So the second I got off uh, the plane in San Francisco at the airport, I just started, you know, things are so funny and ridiculous here. And so I've already written like 10 minutes of just material. Not even written. It's just like Mm -hmm. in my head that I'm going to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, I just landed and immediately started making sourdough bread and talking about how it was going. You know, I just I just got out and said, you know, you don't really make sourdough bread until you actually start making it. Because you can read about it and you can watch videos about it, mm-hmm. but it it happens when you start doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I, I just can't wait to, like, get on stage and kind of make fun of everything San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the, the other thing that's funny is, like, they do have a point that blue bottle started here. So they do have the best coffee. They do have great culture. I'm going to go to Chinatown and get some food this afternoon. So I think there's just an interesting dichotomy here in San Francisco. But then, you know, in Oakland is because I, I perform in San Jose and I just mm-hmm. performed in Sacramento and it, you know, it is, I'm making fun of San, San Francisco and Oakland when I'm there, but they also are kind of like, yeah, but you know, I was just there last weekend. It's awesome. And I, if you want any uh, restaurant recs, I, I can do that. I know. Because I have, I have actually family in Oakland, right outside Oakland. And so, yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I have a lot. Of, I have one particular friend that I love so much, Colleen Kelly Henry, um, who works at Meta. And she keeps reminding me it's not Facebook. Oh, it's yeah. Meta. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a consultant. And one of the uh, characters on Silicon Valley is based on her. Mm. And so I have some really good friends here. Um and she also 
doesn't quite have a sense of humor about the city. Mm. Not quite. She kind of joke about it, and then suddenly I talk about Dave Chappelle, and she's like, I, I don't find him funny anymore. Oh. I don't. You know what? I just I can't laugh at anything he says because he's just not an ally. And and then it's like, oh well, really? Yeah, no, it isn't, and it's not funny to me. It it really isn't because you know what he's. And I look. I have three, four friends that are transitioning. Some of them already transitioned, but and it's like it's okay. It's okay mm-hmm. to laugh. We all yeah. we're all supporting everybody, mm-hmm. but it's okay to just joke around. Well, I always say, you know, it's an art, right? And so I took a lot of art history classes. I've been privileged enough to go to some of the great museums in the world. You but really I fit in here. But <laughs> but everything I, I was just saying. But I don't like modern art. Okay. Really? I don't because I'll tell you things I've seen at the Tate and here at the MoMA and in New York City too. Three real things: a bowl of mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. a boxing glove, and a can of Clorox. These are all things I can do, and I don't have any artistic ability. So it's not for me. Do I want to end the careers of those artists? You don't like mashed potatoes? I like mashed potatoes, but not something that's supposed to be evocative to me. Like, oh, that's the Kafka-esque duality of man encapsulated in a bowl of... You know, it's it's so stupid to me. But because I find it useless and stupid, I don't want to end their careers. It's not for me. And it's just like comedy. There's no rules. Yeah, and that's exactly... Yeah, it's it's this eternal sort of struggle of just telling people like if you don't think it's funny then just shut up about it just don't come just don't go to the and i'm always astonished when people say well i actually went and saw so and so and i i can't believe it i I didn't care for it i'm like well then didn't you look it up (laughs) why did she go blindly like we we live in an era where you can really see exactly (laughs) what this person is doing but instead you're like i'm just going and flying blind and i i'm prepared to hate it uh or to laugh at Holocaust jokes, but then stand up and, and be outraged on a trans joke. Selective yeah. outrage was the yeah, Chris Rock special. Exactly. I thought that was really good. It was. We, yeah, we just, um, we were talking about that, and I told, yeah, again, I told Kate, I go, you know, you should really see this. This Chris Rock special is hilarious. And she goes, no. And I said, you, you don't find it funny? She said, no, I just don't want to watch it. And I kind of, I respect that. I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'm not yeah, going to. That's fine. Don't watch it, yeah. Yeah, but it's I yeah, and the, and the other thing is, I I don't spend a lot of time having those conversations because I uh, well, first of all, I don't care, but also I'm not political. I'm not. I I think I feel very strongly that if you come to my show, it should be to check out. Yeah, you, you've got plenty of things. Laugh. To, yeah, you got plenty of things to worry about right. in your day to day, and I think the most fun thing about how much I riff is that every show people kind of leave going, well, I guess that was just for us because no one else is going to see that. He didn't mess around with the, you know, the person in the second row Mm -hmm. like that, you know, last night and he's not going to. So that is also uh, what I think is really fun, which is like, come see a live show. I make sure that it feels live and that you know that it was just then just for that night. Um, And that's why it's so tough for me to prepare for specials. And to film specials because that's not really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's important. And now we're putting everything on the internet. But I think the really, really fun thing is just throwing it all out and just going for it. There he is. He's going to do a shows at Cobb's. No, we're not wrapping. We're going to a break. You're not let, getting off that easy. We're going to keep. When I see this <laughs> on Twitch, I'm like, that's it for me. 
Come on back with TJ Miller, Making everybody. Making sourdough bread and talking about Chinese food recommendations. <laughs> and Anchor Steam Beer. point nothing. The game. The game. <laughs> I'm here with TJ Miller, actor on, on Twitch. Uh, yes, on Currently. Twitch, on Twitch as well, and also around the world, and on the American Forces Radio Network, and all the syndicated. Uh, I'm coming to Europe. He's coming to Europe. Hey. That's right. He's going to get you. He's at Cobb's though. To until Estonia. Then. Yeah. Tallinn. Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia. Yeah. yeah, Tallinn, Riga, and Vilnius. Right, the three capitals there. Just Tallinn. 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 So we were talking about like you know crowds these days, and when I was I was at the comedy store a couple nights ago in Los Angeles, and uh, comedian on stage. You really are like a comedy fan. I'm a nerd. No, but I love that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people who say, well, I like it. I'll, I'll watch it online. You actually go and see oh, shows. Yeah. And you go to the good places. Yes. I go yeah. to all the good places if I'm lucky enough to do it. I saw you at the comic strip when yeah. you came off the stage into the crowd to, to challenge a woman. When yeah, she I'll made a it. comment and you said, hello, I have ears. I can hear you. Yeah. That was your line. I like and it. she's like, I didn't know. So you went to the comedy store. So I was at the comedy store and... Uh, one of the comedians looked at me and said, 50s, right? Because he was going on the room, and it was the great Anthony Jeselnik, who always kills. Yeah, yeah, so and so, like I said, I, I understand. Real piece of trash. You know? <laughs> Wouldn't trust him with my dog. Really? Or my wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not your wife. He's, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I think he enjoys all kinds of genitalia. I'm not too worried about that. But I wouldn't trust him with my dog. <laughs> But I, I'm going to tell you, I was at uh, Gotham. He's the kind of guy that uh, you buy a drink for him mm-hmm. and then pour it out on his uh, shoes. <laughs> I've never I heard go, of that what one. Do you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you want? Go, oh, vodka soda. Grey Goose, please. Mm-hmm. And I'll buy it and then I just pour it out on his feet. <laughs> and I don't pay. I just leave. I tell the bartender, hey, he'll take care of this. Wow. Yeah, his, his just on the juggling thing, everything is dark and it's stone face the delivery well i would do that too if i felt yeah. isolated from everybody <laughs> i was absolutely you were pariah <laughs> just a closeted homosexual i too would be upset well if you want to go into the stereotypes he is very fit and th- and skinny and good looking there you go and that's <laughs> the end of it <laughs> and that's all you need See, if you're straight, you're big guys like me. Come on, man. Look at us. We clearly, we're not trying to get anything done. Just trying to get a, a lady on lock and then convince her that, you know, we'll pay for dinner and, and we're a lot of fun. And not pour drink. Laugh them into bed. Not pour drink on and not, Yeah, no, absolutely not. But yeah, he's, and the, you wonder, it's like he's so aggro, you know? It, it just, no guys like that are going down on anybody. Woman well, or what man. I, what I was going to say is that, so I was in the crowd. Before he sits on your lap, he'll make sure there's something <laughs> sticking straight up. Right. That's the old cinema lab. We'll talk he's about la- what pops up. He's, he's a latent homosexual. Latent? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's late. He's late and he's homosexual. Right. <laughs> TMZ has TJ. You know, listen, hey, that's a lot of fun. I like what I just did. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. He's, a big... he's, a, he's late and he's a homosexual. <laughs> and by the way, as we were talking about, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm proud for him. <laughs> but I wish he would be open to giving fellatio instead of receiving it. Does that make sense? 
I love how you dance around the FCC too. You're doing a, a very good uh, job of that. Oh yeah. Well, I can say the, whatever the, I want. Right. That's so. a good drop. Um, but anyway, being part of the crowd when I was at Gotham. He, so he said to you at the comedy store. He so he said, was going around. He 50s. says, you know, he was going twenties, thirties. He was pointing, and then he saw me, and he's like fifties and I'm like, yeah. And I thought, oh, I thought I looked younger, but I'm fifty seven. I'm like, you got me. Yeah, but he paid a lot you for the therapy. He, <laughs> he wanted your experienced penis. I'm serious. The reason he was going around the room the reason he was going around the room was because he wanted to find out who had the most experienced penis <laughs> and uh, how he could get involved with it. <laughs> Rick Tittle with T J Miller you know, in college, he used to masturbate to <laughs> heterosexual pornography, and then to balance it out, he would masturbate to homosexual pornography. Do you know that? That was the balance? Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever... You know, I think I'd go whole hog or nothing at all. What did you do at George Washington University? You know, I just looked across every room at my now wife, Kate, and said, ah. How do I get someone so beautiful to have sex with a guy who looks like a toddler took a growth serum? <laughs> I mean, I'm all blonde. And she was a Ford model. That's that. That's how. That's how I try to balance it out. She is very good looking. Yes. Um, getting back. What was my point? It was an hour and ago. A homosexual. <laughs> Actually, you remind me. Sam Darnold. This is this quarterback who's not very good. Signed with the 49ers and. My brother said, he's not young anymore. He's darn old. I'm like, that's not bad. Darn old. He is darn old. He is darn old. Yeah. God, that's kind right. of that late. And- but why? So he said, oh, you're in your 50s. Because so, I don't think you, to me, you look like a 34-year-old guy who would, if Anthony Jesselnik said, I'd like to intercourse <laughs> with you in the alley. <laughs> round back. That's what he usually says. Not hey, a wanna, round back. Hey, you want to go round back? That, uh, Behind the comedy that store, you would say I'm not going to stoop to that. The Chateau Marmont, Chateau Marmont, <laughs> Chateau Marmont. So I'm in Gotham. Mm-hmm. This is two last year. You left the West Coast now. Uh, well, I mean, I love Punchline. That's my home club. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. That's that's where and I grew Cobbs up. Is such a great room, but the Punchline—they're both owned by the same people. So yes. I don't feel. Um, Bad saying this, but the punchline is like one of the best clubs in the United States. Yeah, and Cobb's is awesome. It's a theater. It's a really, really big. It's a room. music theater. They turn it into a comedy club. Yeah, but yeah. So the punchline. So I was at Gotham, and I was in the crowd. Boy, have I seen Anthony Jesselin around guy. back of the punchline, <laughs> giving it and not getting it. You don't have the common courtesy to give a reach around. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> he wouldn't. He, you know what? He'd pay somebody else to do that. I went to his apartment once. And I, I complimented, like, a New York? piece of art. Yeah. Or no. No, no, it was in Los Angeles. Okay. And I said, oh, that's a cool piece of art. He's like, I don't even know where. I, you know, all I know is that's 15 grand. My my interior designer got it for me. Wow. And I said, you're, you're about to go around back, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, what an idiot. Who who introduces the fact that he's a douchebag and then, like, confirms it in five minutes? Wow. I was surprised by how skinny he was. He always looks bigger on TV. Well, I mean, look, if you were a Leighton, <laughs> you too would spend hours at the gym, not eating, starving yourself in the hopes that no one would see you round back 
paying for it. He's also paying for it. You know? And I, I, to heterosexuals and homosexuals alike, you don't need to pay for it. Just, <laughs> just find somebody you love. I remember a, a friend of mine who actually. I mean, he's a sociopath. We all know that. He acts like it with his ass. Yeah, well, he has to. But, yeah. again, each morning you woke up <laughs> craving elderly penis. Wouldn't you also? Wouldn't you also? Would you like a bagel or a bowl of cereal? No, I would like EP. I would like elderly penis. <laughs> and to continue this charade, this front of heterosexuality, I mean, he's really damaged. <laughs> I just go that far. He he needs help. He's got to see somebody quickly for this addiction to EP. Addiction? Yeah, there it is. All right. Well, I can't. I can't do. I, I can't be funnier than that. Well, <laughs> now that we're now that TMZ is going to grab this video, take it and run <laughs> with it. I mean, that guy, homophobia Miller, the new name. Oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> I embrace. Here's the thing about me. I embrace physically. I'll embrace all sexualities. Physically, you'll bring your peanut butter. I'll bring my elderly. Peanut butter. <laughs> I can't breathe. We're just getting started here, by the way. Um, I would say I'm a homophiliac. Oh, more than a homophobe. Yeah, a homophiliac. Never been phobic of any anybody. Toffee crispy with autograph. Thirty dollars. This is how much you want to <laughs> move away. I don't care. From the fact that, and I, it's confirmed that he is he has committed murder <laughs> on, on both coasts. You just, just how do you take how do you take it up a notch? Yeah, yeah. yeah right, exactly. <laughs> just pining for a defamation suit. Well, um, what, what, <laughs> we're going to take a break when we come back. <laughs> no, T we're not. TJ Miller. I am going to continue it, off air. He will, but he's going to figure out a way to work. Anthony Jeselnik into some sort of anti-Semitism scandal as well. That's, <laughs> that, that I will not touch. That's coming. That I will not touch. There is a line. He's at Cobb's. Come on back. I'm so excited. All right. We're uh, quite fortunate to have. Titillating. That's right. A little tittle uh, here. Rick Tittle with TJ Miller. He's at Cobb's Comedy Club down here on uh, Columbus and Street. And you're right. We did talk about Dear Jonah. Yeah. And, uh, I appreciate. Yeah, because I love. And now we live in a. Right now, I'm having people, I go, did you see my special? And they're like, oh, yeah, of course. And I'm like, you watch the whole thing? They're like, oh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I saw clips. <laughs> and that's the other thing is, like, I really do say to people, if you're a fan of stand-up, go see a show. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody loves seeing clips online or seeing, like, go and see a show. There's nothing I like more than people coming up to me after a show and going, man, that was so great. And I'll go, uh, have you seen a lot of stand-up? They're like, yeah, yeah. And I go, have you seen live stand-up? They go, no. This is my first time. And I go, right? What do you think? And they love it. There's nothing better than being in a, a like a room full of strangers just cracking up. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's the best feeling. You know, especially after the pandemic when right. like, finally we can get together and enjoy it. Right. And <clears throat> I was going to make a point about crowd work because there are guys like Rick Ingram who just are masters, yeah, yeah. masters at crowd work. Um, but anyway, I was at, 
Gotham last year. This guy came out. I don't remember who it was. Anthony Jeselnik. It was kind of a light night. My friend Louis Katz was the headliner that night. Oh, he's no so offense. Funny. Yeah, no offense to him, but he was the headliner. And the guy comes out. the the uh, <clears throat> The host. He goes around the room, and he asks every single person, "What do you do for a living? And how about you? And how about you?" And we're getting on like the thirtieth person. And I was like, "This guy doesn't have any jokes." And how about you? And what do you do? And what do you do? And so I'm, he got to me and he goes, sir, will you smile tonight? And I, I realized I'm not the show, so I just kind of chuckled. But I, what I wanted to say is maybe if you write a joke, this is Gotham. This is a real club. What is it, the Mazzilli Brothers, whatever? Yeah, this yeah. is a real club. You can't come out here and mail it in like this. It's so funny. I, I had that experience a while ago where I said, are you, gonna, you think you'll have a good time? Yeah, yeah, as soon as you're funny. Something like that. <laughs> I, I forget what I said, but it was something like, God, you would be such a great partner in any relationship. You know? <laughs> Just, and what? then I then I went off on that. But what? I mean, you know, you're right. It's like you do here's the thing. You either need to have material that you can fall back into mm-hmm. or you have to have a couple different approaches to riffing. You can't just what are you for? What are you for? Mm-hmm. What are you So I I always have fun kind of saying like what's your greatest fear you know yeah who do you who if you never talk to them again would you be okay with yeah and not asking that to every single person yeah you just well and it's he's not really talking to people that's another thing because i do like to kind of say (laughs) you know because i that's that's the only reason i like doing or have fun doing crowd work is when you actually are kind of talking to somebody and and asking different questions but i usually don't need to I mean, I'll, I'll come out and kind of talk to the audience, but I, it's only a matter of time before some idiot yells something at me. And then it's like, we're off to the races, <laughs> you know, then it's like, what? And right. that's, that's the other thing. You're, I think it's really funny when somebody will say something, like, what'd you say? And they're like, oh, what? <laughs> then you come up yeah, with like, no, I, can, I, ears, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I can. <laughs> that's totally you. I remember at the old Cobbs, this is late eighties, early nineties, which used to be a little room in Fisherman's Wharf before they took over wolf gangs here. And, um, Greg Proops, one of my early, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, so great. And he's on stage, and there's a guy who's in the spotlight, stage left, an old guy, looks like he was about 80, arms crossed and frowning. And he's frowning the whole show. And about 45, and I thought, at some point, Greg has to address this guy, because we can all see him in the crowd, right. and he can see him. So after about 45 minutes, he finally turned to him, and he said one word. He went, Senator Oh, my God. He, speaking of sort of pretentious cities, I saw him headline. This is early, He's early Mr. On. San Francisco. Yeah, he is. Oh, God. In so many ways. <laughs> and he, so it was really funny because um, I went and I saw him headline at the Comedy Works in Denver mm-hmm. years ago, even before I really had been getting on stage. It was like, you know, I just, I wanted to see comedy. They have like two rooms now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I don't play either. Uh, and so when I saw him and he just opened with like 10 minutes, it was hilarious about Denver. Mm-hmm. He was making fun of Denver and he's such a good improviser. And then some guy in the audience, he waited for like a pause and he goes, quit making fun of Denver. <laughs> like so clearly. And he was like, you idiots. I, I spent the time. This is flattery. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being flattering right. by sincerely mocking you guys. This, And he kind of finished saying that. And then uh, there's silence. And then the same guy goes, 
Yeah, but quit it. <laughs> I used to work with this guy from Denver, and, and he would always – he had kind of a chip on his shoulder, and he'd always say, there's more sunny days in, in Denver than, than L.A. Florida. Yeah, in Florida. Or, yeah, and they're like, well, what's the temperature? He's like, what? I go, well, if it's 8 degrees and sunny, does that count as a warm day? He's like, it's sunny. Yeah, the right, sun's right. out. Yeah, and he said uh, – Sun's out, gloves on. <laughs> right. He said, I used to work uh, at the Cherry Creek Mall at yeah. the McDonald's, and I was the grimace, and they would walk me around the mall, and kids would kick me in the crotch. I go, that sounds maybe like the worst job I've ever heard of. It's easy to grimace when you're getting kicked <laughs> in the nuts. <laughs> there it is. Right there, there it is. There it is. So I also See wanted Cobb's to- Comedy Club tonight. Loved uh, our guest here, T.J. Miller, in Silicon Valley. as Ehrlich Bachman with the Aviato. Oh, yeah. But love, and I just got through watching every episode again of Crashing. Yeah. Because Pete Holmes, Dove Davidoff, uh, Amy Lee, Rachel, Big J, they've all been in here with me. So I kind of feel like, you know, they're not my friends. They're like people I kind of know, right? And so it's so cool to see that show. Well, you know, and yes, yes, so cool. But it's really interesting. So a lot of people are really nice to me about uh, what I did on the show. Kind of, you know, because it is mm-hmm. such a. It's You're such a very funny irreverent show. being yourself. Yeah, and but I I always think about how it's so strange. We we're talking about Judd Apatow um, off air, but I do think about sometimes because Dove Davidoff played Dustin Chafin, who's the comic that I tour with, and is hysterical. He's so funny. He's got a great podcast. I'll leave you with this and you should check it out if you're a comedy fan especially um and he and i talk about how it's it's such a weird show because he was sort of trying to make fun of all of us and i don't think we got that at first and i think judd apatow was also um but he sort of i i had fun with it and kind of played a hyperbolic version of myself mm-hmm. um but he was sort of making fun of me as if all i kind of wanted was to party on the road and i was this like catchphrase like mm-hmm. tv comic or something and you know the great irony is kind of that's what he is you know he, judd or dove uh, uh, no pete Oh, Sorry. Pete Holmes. Yeah, Pete Sorry. Holmes. Sorry, okay. And so Pete sort of, yeah. you know, I think he was making fun of a lot of people uh, in that show, like about his interactions with them. Um, but I think ultimately it kind of collapsed on itself, and that's why it didn't really get another season. But I, I think that he, um, that it was, it's sort of his Annie Hall. That's how I look Interesting. at it. So that's how highly I regard the show. Mm-hmm. But I think it's very funny that people, because I, I look at it now and I'm like, well, that's not really an accurate representation of me. Mm-hmm. But people come up to me and they're like, yeah, you're so funny. That, mm-hmm. You, know, you that set the show. couch on fire and the yard sale and all Did that. all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I really, you know, and it is true that I had like clocks all over my. You did? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I really went, yeah, and it's true also when he met me, it's like I was, that, then I was really crazy. Because at that time when we met, I didn't know that I had an AVM. I hadn't yet had this brain surgery. I kind of didn't understand as much about myself as I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a, a, you know, the on the other hand, I look at that and I was like, yeah, I was that crazy. Mm. Um, the other thing about that too is that that show, um, you know, it. it, it I never really knew what barking was until then. Yeah, but and, and then my buddy Dustin says it's so funny. That, yeah, he's barking. He's doing all that. 
But Sarah Silverman would never invite somebody to stay at their yeah, house. It was like kind of this Steve like, bizarro. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, but it was, I mean, you know, it's so, and he did, we would talk and he would be barking. So I was still uh, in Chicago or by that time I'd made it to Los Angeles and was on television. I forget, but I would talk to him and he would be barking. So it'd be, you know, I mean, 11 p.m., freezing cold in January mm-hmm. in New York City. Like, and we'd be talking about comedy, and he'd be like, well, you know, the thing is, yesterday, uh, comedy show, comedy show, <laughs> two for one tickets, two for one tickets. I just, you know, I think right now my wife and I are on a different page in terms of um, hey, comedy show, two, two, two tickets, two for the price. Jerry Seinfeld. Two for the price of one. Right, exactly. <laughs> Dave, comics like Dave Chappelle and Colin Quinn. No? Yeah. Anyway, I just don't think she's really supporting the fact that I have to do shows. Otherwise, I'm never going to come. Comedy. Oh, I already talked to you guys. I'm sorry. All right. You already said no. Yeah, but, it, you know, it, yeah. And it, it, he really worked to get that stage time. And mm-hmm. he kind of, he went to New York when, you know, going to New York was barking, was, and it was yeah. so, so he really hustled and grinded. Mm-hmm. So that part of the show, that part of Crashing is absolutely authentic in the sense that he worked so Hard. Craig Fitzsimmons and, wrote on the shows, you know, and he was in here. He said that HBO so rebuilt the Boston. They got town hall for that Mulaney thing. And then Greg said when they were wrapping up the second season, he said, shouldn't we be building a story arc for season three? And they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I brought him up yesterday. And also, you got to listen to uh, Greg Fitzsimmons Fitz dog Fitz dog radio Fitz dog yeah um I brought him up yesterday I was like drunk on a plane and I was doing my you know my uh manic texting of all mm-hmm. my friends and I was talking to my agent and I said so-and-so is successful they're not happy so-and-so is successful but they're not happy and Greg Fitzsimmons was the guy that I brought up I said you know Greg Fitzsimmons is happy mm-hmm. he's successful and he's happy mm-hmm because he's got a family. Been married a long time. Yeah. yeah, and he has a strong fan base, really strong fan base. And that's a guy who, like, when you say who has it figured out in stand-up, I'm sure he would say that I'm I'm not correct on this. But I, I he's someone that I would name who's like, he got it figured out. Well, you also get to a point. And he is so funny. Yeah, and you have nothing to prove anymore. I think my favorite line. He's got Emmys. <laughs> that's what he always brings up. I go, are those Emmys still on your mantle? And recently he goes, nah, I brought them in my <laughs> He goes, where do you where do you put him? You know, and then if he's so funny, he was like, where do you put him? You got to put him on the mantle, and you feel embarrassed. But if you don't put him out there, like where are you, where are your Emmys? What are you gonna say? <laughs> and so finally, I, I brought him to the studio. So they're in the studio, and I was like, aren't you a little embarrassed that they're here in the studio? He's like, look at the size of my studio. <laughs> it's a closet. It's basically it's Anthony Jesselnik is in here. <laughs> it's Fitz Dog Radio. Oh, that's right. A call back. We'll come back. Couple minutes left with T.J. Miller. There. All right. Hey, a couple minutes left with TJ Miller. Can't thank you enough for staying Did the whole hour. Call? Nobody cares. You, you know what it is? And I'll tell you this from 30 years plus in this business. When you're having a really good conversation with somebody, nobody wants to call and interrupt it. You're lying. That's a, that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, he's at Cobb's Comedy Club. Show tonight. Two shows tomorrow. Two shows uh, on uh, Saturday as you're well. You're right, though. I was going to check Twitter just then, and nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> no one's... <laughs> We're not actually on the air. This is just a little... You know what? Which would be fun also. <laughs> That's right. It's just two guys having a conversation. This is how you hang out with yeah. people. 
But some people, right. I have been on the on the autobahn in Germany. I mean, my show is going there. I, I had a guy call me from the uh, Tokyo Embassy, a Marine. So this is going out also on American Forces Network. So somebody after this is going to go on YouTube or wherever they're going to find you. And, and watch gonna, Dear Jonah. They're going to watch Dear Jonah. And also... If you're in the Japanese Embassy right now, get out of there. <laughs> get out and head to Tallinn, Estonia. <laughs> For my shows in May. TJ Miller does not have a website.com. Toffee Crispy. You can buy peanut my butter. peanut butter on Amazon.com. You can buy my hot sauce, which is equally excellent, mm. on Amazon.com. That's right. And autographed items as well. That's only on TJ Miller does not have a website.com. Yeah. I feel sick to my stomach. And you it's, can buy that vintage headshot. That's like you in um, She's Out of My League, sort of. That was that headshot. Is my mother thought if you, I'm going to be, if you're going to be an actor, you need headshots. Mm-hmm. And so she hired the worst photographer of all time. <laughs> you do look kind of deer in, in the headlights. Oh God, <laughs> it was terrible. And I remember I shaved, but didn't really need to at that point. Yeah, that's a anyway. So I'm selling that. There's a limited run of those. Limited run, just like he is at Cobb's, and we're out of time. I can't thank you enough for coming in, buddy. Thanks for having me. I love talking to you. You know, outing Anthony Jesselneck has been great. <laughs> All right. Talking peanut butter and hot sauce. Cobb's Comedy Club tonight. Cobb's Comedy Club tonight. One show tonight, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, no show Sunday. There he is. Don't even show up. I won't be there. That's TJ Miller. Come on back, y'all.